I'll have a wireless adapter that won't fry by the time I want to do my marathon. I've been saying for how long that they need to make a new Streets of Rage. And Several times on this cast alone. What is up, gentlemen of the retros of the retro of the retro of the planet? <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. I am Al. I'm Travis. Kyle had to work. So he says. Lame. Lame. So he says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so he's not going to be with us tonight. Uh, it's too bad, but that's okay. Travis and I get to catch up because it has been a little while. And, um, yes. Yeah, it really has. I've been busy, just on my end. You know, we had you know we had the West End Fair last weekend, and that's like a big thing around here. Pretty much all we have to do, and um, so we took the girls to that, and that was freaking awesome. Um, uh, actually, l- let me start with you. What have you been up to, man? It's been a while. Um, I've been working a lot, and God, do uh, I hear that. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't really been doing much. Um, I'm kind of on a uh, a weird patch of medication lately, uh, which mm-hmm. has been kind of kicking my butt while I'm trying to get used to it. Um, sure. So I honestly, I haven't played a game in like three weeks. It's been rough. That sucks, uh, man. Yeah. Do you but, feel like uh, it's helping you? It's it's helping uh, the you know the actual issues, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it's definitely uh, it's definitely difficult to get used to because it's just something brand new. So sure, and it's going to take time anyway. Those things take weeks. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, Christ, we'll I don't see mind how it goes. It. We'll see how it goes. I hope it helps, man. Everybody yeah. deserves to have some zen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, besides that, uh, I actually started watching a new-ish show with my Ooh. wife. What's that? Um, Midnight Texas. It is. I feel like I started watching that. It's about like a um, a medium who can see the dead. Yes, and we he started moves watching to, that. Uh, yeah, he moves to a town called Midnight in Texas, and it's yeah. just supernatural people living there, and it's really cool so far. I really like it. We're on episode eight, I think. I'm trying to think. I know Am and I started watching that. Am, Midnight Texas. We started watching that right with the girl that was like the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we, we did. We got like three episodes in, and for whatever reason, we both can't remember why we stopped. I predict <laughs> baby. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess, it, yeah, it's only within the last year, so. Yeah. Let's we'll mm. check it out. I, I, I remember, I mean, from what I remember of it, I liked it. I thought it was cool, I thought it was really creepy. I remember the first two episodes. Creepy, yeah, yeah it had it had a nice creepy, uh, creepy tone to him. So I gotta give that another try. Yeah, go for it. It's it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. I'm I'm enjoying it so far. So cool. Very cool. So any uh, so no no games in three weeks. No games. Watching some Midnight Texas and watching anything else. Um, no, 
just watching some watching some folks on YouTube. Um, still trying to get into you know get back into watching my friends' let's plays and stuff like that. But sure, um, nothing really besides that. It's just been a lot of uh, a lot of sleep and a lot of work. So. Hey. Hey man, take take what you can get. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus. Yeah, no, it's uh speaking of uh YouTubers and friends, um I had on a whim a weekend or two ago jumped on to uh Rockside to over to Eric's uh stream from oh, Everyday okay. Gamers just mm-hmm. watching him play. He was playing PUBG and full disclosure, it's it's really not my kind of game. Right, you know, it, but it's fun to watch sometimes, and he actually just talked about in one of their recent episodes about um, he was in these like he was going between these shipping containers, and he had a grenade, and I had literally hopped on the minute he talked about in the last show where. He was, you know, going after somebody. They're shooting at him. They're ducking between containers. And he saw where the one guy went, and he just lobs this grenade and bounces it off the container, and it blows up right next to the guy. Nice. Like, it was this awesome ricochet throw. And it was just so funny watching him. He goes, oh, my God, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, like, I put, I put in caps. I'm like, dude, that was epic. <laughs> There are some really cool, really cool kills in that that I've seen. But uh, all in all, I, I'm finding it difficult to really enjoy watching um, those types of games f- unless it's the right person playing. Like it's gotta be. Like I don't care if it's somebody who's super good at the game. It's no, all about I don't personality. Either. So yeah, like, you know, I like watching Rockslide. I like watching Major Laugh, um, mm-hmm. Johnny Fish Sticks. Like those guys are all really good to watch. But yeah. some people just uh, I don't know. I can't I can't take it in that game. Yeah, no, I, I I totally agree. It's very hit or miss with, um, with the person streaming it. I mean, uh, let's face it. You know, a streamer can kill an experience for you if they just, you know, they don't have whatever it is. Or and especially in that community, I could see it being okay. All right, bye bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the reasons. Like, I love watching uh, bad fodder figure stream nights. Because mm-hmm. it's it's just one of those like, you know, they go in, they do the best they can, they they talk shit in fun if they talk shit at all, and uh, it's just fun hearing their commentary. Like to me, that's more fun than watching the game be played. You know, in most in most cases, like if we're watching right. like some seriously pro moves and and it's a big competition. I mean, obviously that's always that's always fun to check out. But mm-hmm. yeah, streamers are big for me. Like I I like watching your streams. I think you have a cool delivery and you're just you're you're enthusiastic you interact with your channel and you pick good games so that's why i'll pop on and i'll watch and half the time i get into anybody's stream and something happens something comes up and i gotta split (laughs) (laughs) but you know how it is that's family life yeah exactly so but i'm really getting more into it than i ever thought i would um only only recently too like my my brother-in-law Ross was so into let's plays to the point where we did our own, you know, if you remember right. a couple of years back we did that Chrono Trigger one. Yep. And some of them I really enjoyed. Um and and you know, but it was one of those like, uh, could I get into this? Is this really my thing? But I'm finding myself more and more like when it gets late at night, 
you know, or if I'm up and I can't, you know, not that I can't sleep or just if I'm up later than everybody else, I'll, I'll turn one on, you know, while I'm sitting there writing or <clears throat> just taking it easy. And I'm finding I enjoy them a lot more than I thought I would. And I don't know. It's just fun. And again, it's, it's very streamer dependent, but it's very, it's a new thing for me, I guess, you know, I, and it's mainly, I've been just watching our pals in the podcast community and now the good for gaming community, which I I've officially joined up on. Yeah. And, um, I'm very happy to announce that, that these guys, that what a great freaking group, man. Absolutely. They're, they're just so great. Like Dave is awesome. He's been, you know, Robo pig has been so cool. You know, about just getting me set up and, and you know, like everybody else, just it's been really cool about making me feel part of the group and, and um, you know, it's it's very cool. And uh, they actually, they made our news this week. I'm really excited to talk about that. <laughs> I thought that was so cool, but we'll get there. So Their community, their community manager sucks though. Yeah, he's a bit of a dick, but we still love Travis. <laughs> <laughs> No, you guys do a really great job over there, and, and I'm really impressed with how much that group has taken off. Even since you know you've joined, you know we're mm-hmm. we're we're kind of one of the the top tier charity gaming groups, and that's freaking awesome. Yeah, it is. It's really cool to, to a really cool thing to be a part of. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, of course we're we're like we're no rooster teeth or anything like that, but no, but we do we do really good work, and and we raise you know as far as like our extra life team goes, we raise a nice chunk of money. So yeah, I'm happy I th- with it. I think that's so great. Like it's it's cool to be a part of something like that. To know that we're doing something really positive that you know is helping kids, and, and at least in my case, you know, helping places like Chop and places that other people you know support and believe in it's just it's a cool thing to be a part of i'm really glad i did it and hope to hell i'll have a wireless adapter that won't fry by the time i want to do my marathon mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah i mean other let's see what have i been actually playing well like i said we took the kids to the fair last weekend and um it was really cool because last year when we went Mia was just a you know a hair too short to go on a lot of the rides, and okay. you know Paige obviously she's taller she was able to go on pretty much whatever ride she wanted, and so finally this year we you know you know the dragon roller coaster the kids dragon roller coaster dragon wagon or whatever it is yeah yeah so Paige went on that last year like on her own volition and absolutely loved it. And she was so excited to go this year. And Mia was like, I want to go too. And um, initially we get up there. We get up to the gate. And Mia's like, I don't want to go. We're like, all right. You know, and we gave Paige tickets to go on by herself. And she stood there and she watched. And she saw that, you know, Paige was having a blast. So when Paige was getting off, she's like, I want to go. So we're like, you know, Paige, you want to go again? Of course she did. And I comes over and he goes, well, I want to check her height first. And I'm like, oh, God, like, she finally works up the courage to go, like, please, <laughs> you know, and we, we bring her over to the little sign thing, and she's just tall enough, like, she oh, just nice. made it, nice. and, um, yeah, so she got on, you know, thing does a few laps, and you could tell by the end of it, she was starting to get a little freaked out, like, is this ever going to end, and you could tell she was getting ready, like, ah. meanwhile, right, Paige, right. Paige is screaming her head off, having a ball. 
Mm-hmm. And she gets off, and I'm like, great. You know, I, I convinced her to go on there. I told her to be okay. She's going to freaking hate me, you know. And she gets off, and I'm like, did you have fun? She goes, yeah. <laughs> it's like, nice. awesome. That's good. Yeah, so they wound up staying. Um, our in-laws wound up taking them, and my parents. Like, the grandparents basically just took them around for the rest of the day. And uh, Am and I wound up coming back here so she could rest because – I know I've, I've mentioned it a few times. We're, like, due for a baby in about uh, two and a half weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, so we just came back to, to rest and relax. I think they were there till after dinner time. They came back late, and uh, it was just great. You know, it's it's a great great fair. They do it. It lasts all week long. We usually hit it up on the weekend just because of my work schedule and stuff. Right. And um, it was fun. We had a lot of fun. And uh, that was kind of the the big highlight on the family front. Cool, that's so that's good though. Yeah, no, it was it was great. It, you know, it's 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 kind of like a mixed bag of of happy and sad because the West End Fair, you know, has, I've been going to it since I was a kid, and uh, it always signified the the back to school, you know, back to fall. Mm-hmm. School is almost always the week after the fair, right? And. Uh, you know, as we're older now, it's like, oh, shit, winter is coming. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of the sign of things to come. So I was like, ah, oh, crap, summer's, summer's just about over. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, though. We've been a, it's been a freaking warm summer up here. Warm and wet. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, I mean, it was, it was rainy, like, up until August, and August hits, and, like, we haven't had a drop of rain here since. It's crazy. It was really nuts, dude. Like, most of the summer, has it's been raining. Yeah. I mean, to the point where, I don't know about you guys, but, like, the school up by us didn't even open until, like, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday this week because of mold. Oh, jeez. Because it has been so wet. That's, that's wild. Well, I know a few of the schools in um, in the district here actually closed yesterday and today because of the heat. Oh, my God. Because they don't have adequate air conditioning, and it was like yesterday. It was like I think 100 degrees. It was, it was 104 yeah. at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was brutal. I was on campus yesterday because I've been in the, the actual office for candidate interviews uh, for a position on our team. And I remember getting out of the car Tuesday. You know, it's like 7 in the morning, and I'm walking towards the building. I'm like, Jesus, it's already hot. Like, I mean, the sun was barely coming up at that point. So, yeah, I, I feel you, man. It's been freaking awful the past few days. It has. It has, it has. So, it's. I guess I really shouldn't shed too many tears. I'm kind of ready for summer to be done in that respect. If it's not <laughs> raining, it's been unbearably hot. <clears throat> but Yeah. We, we don't get. There's no reprieve. No. Uh, no, in that regard, it has been kind of a crappy summer. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. shit. <laughs> I shouldn't be so sad to see it go. I'm just hoping the winter is actually warmer and not as sunny as last year, or not as uh, snowy as last year. Yeah, we oh, had a lot of snow last year. I, I would take. I'll take about half of that. That'd be good. Yeah, I'd be happy with half of that. But um, but yeah, so we did that, and um, we're still watching Castle Rock. Uh, okay. I, yeah, I found out our buddy Headshot's another uh, Holy Headshot's a big fan of that, Chris. 
Nice. And uh, so him and I have been going back and forth on like WTF, what is going on with the show? Because <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're veering off into the weird carnival, you know, like any good King story does. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just it's it's at the point now everybody's like, is this really happening? What's going on here? Is this person this? And and it's it's really fun to speculate um, to the point where I really feel like they've they've captured the the spirit of a good king story so castle rock is definitely definitely worth the watch and it's already been uh greenlit for season two nice so that's yeah that's always a good sign absolutely that's cool but, uh, well good other good news in tv uh, uh big bang theory is done after the season thank god I, uh, it's gotten it's gotten a little long in the tooth i apologize to any of our listeners you know if you're a big fan of that show Full disclosure, I freaking hate it. I have hated it since like season two, and ah, uh, uh, I liked it a lot more before it was a rom com. Um, yeah, like before it turned into just you know relationship funniness. Like when it was nerd funniness, I loved it. But, but as everybody even... got married and got girlfriends and stuff, it just kind of went downhill for me. Yeah, well, that and like, even then, then the geek and nerd humor. Like, like I said, the first two seasons, I thought it was clever. I thought it was funny, and you could tell it was like really in touch with that culture. But then, like after that, like I, I this one scene sticks in my head for the sheer stupidity of it. And it was like, and I'm, I'm gonna completely misquote it, and I don't care. But it was like they were in the middle of an argument and the one guy was like, well, we'll just have to settle this on the uh, field of Thundercats and something else. And it just made no sense. It (laughs) was just like, hey, geek tag, geek jargon, Thundercats and, you know, whatever the hell, He-Man or whatever. And it was just like, like, all right, they're reaching. They're just trying to find any cue that's like geek culture and funny. and, And I was pretty much done. So, yeah. yeah, they definitely went off the deep end a little bit with with some of the the humor. Like, they also went a little bit towards making you know instead of making it funny for nerds, they, they were making the fun of laugh. Yes, they were making fun of the nerds, and that was that's when I kind of started losing interest in it. Yeah. So, am I sad to see it go? Not a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and again, I apologize to anybody that enjoys it. It's just my my take on it. it was never it wasn't my thing soon after uh i guess season two i was pretty much done yeah fair enough <clears throat> but uh, and that actually reminds me of something i have started watching and i think it's freaking hilarious uh, i think it's done by and oh my god the production company is escaping me felicia day's uh okay production outfit i forget what they are but I know the name any other day, but I was watching their show uh, Celebrity D&D on, U- on YouTube. Okay. Have you heard of this before? I actually have not. Oh my god, dude. You have to check this out. So basically, they get celebrities and there's the usual D&D troop of players and a DM, you know, from the group that runs the site and they're the, kind of the regulars. But they bring in you know, one to two celebrities who are fans 
and players of D&D. Okay, cool. And, like, real players, not just, you know, whatever. Like, they've... Uh, Vin Diesel. I, I yeah, don't know I how much... Know, yeah. He's hardcore. And I saw a recent episode that he was on. And just watching, like, his acting skills turn into roleplay skills. Because, like, they play an actual game of D&D. And they, they're all really good at roleplaying. And there's funny. Like, they'll act out the voices and stuff. Um, I'm really digging it. It's really That's cool. That's really cool. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, Celebrity and D. I've been meaning to tell you about that for a couple weeks, and I keep forgetting. But I think you'd get okay. a real kick out of it. Yeah, especially search out the one that has... Or, I mean, there's probably more than one that has Vin Diesel, because, oh my god, he's a riot. But you can tell, like, he's hardcore. He loves this stuff. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I love that. I love that aspect of it, that, you know, these are people that really do enjoy something that, I, god, I wish I could still sit around the table and play. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome! They got one with Terry Crews, Joe Manganiello. Yes, yeah. Oh, the Joe Manganiello one. Holy crap, dude! That well, turned he into. Actually, one. He Sorry, owns. He owns a uh, like a role playing, I guess, like equipment or gear company. Yes, yeah, and it turned into this whole thing. Like he was on um, Stephen Colbert. Okay, and it was supposed to be an interview about his movie and Steven being, you know, one of the ultimate geeks just starts talking D and D and it just turned into this entire conversation. And like he showed uh, pictures and clips of his house. Like this dude has the, the role-playing geeks rooms dream. Like that's, that's awesome. Joe Manganiello is as hardcore as you get. Like he has a beholder <laughs> just floating in the middle of his room. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking, that's another clip. If you haven't seen it, you got to check out Colbert and, and Manganello D&D. They just, okay. they, they gush about D&D for like 20 minutes. It's so great. <laughs> that's really cool. But yeah, so that's what I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, and I've been playing, uh, I've gotten really competitive in uh, Pinball FX3. Okay. It, it kind of started with a an off the cuff contest on our our save point group, right? Um, where Kyle and I were going for the top score, and he fucking buried me in the sorcerer's <laughs> lair with one hundred and twenty five million. Jeez, that's on good. the oh, it was awesome, and it, it really wasn't like he played for hours. He just he hit all the right combos and completed all the missions and shit. But anyway, so I kind of took it to the next level, and I I started competing in the tournaments that. Uh, the company that I guess owns that game runs, and mm-hmm. I'm cl- I'm climbing their season ladder. Nice. Um, basically, the way it's working is you start at bronze three, and if you make it in the top, I want to say it's the top forty percent, um, you'll move on to the next tier. Okay. Um, I'm in silver three right now, so I went bronze three, two, one, and I just got the silver three at the start of the week. You know, for the new season. Okay. Uh, and um, I've consistently placed in the top three. Very um, nice. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. So I I, I know it's going to be a real challenge when it, if it does come down to me and these other two players, uh, just because that's how it's been for the entire season so far, where we have to actually beat each other. This is going to be like <laughs> rumble in the jungle because <laughs> it, it's been a, like. 
I'll catch up to the one guy and be like, oh, yeah, finally got him, and I'm like 40 points ahead. Because the way it works is it's not like, you know, who can last the longest. You basically get each game, you get, there's four tables that you have to, that you have to choose from for the season. Okay. And each time you play, you get three minutes. And the goal is to get as high a score, well, to beat a score that you pick. You get three scores to pick, which takes your score and then shows you, like, the next highest, which is a low one to beat. So you got to get maybe a couple hundred thousand more points or something or whatever in relation to your last score. The middle score is something else somebody scored that's a bit higher. And then the highest score, which is, you know, maybe a million points over that or something. Okay. And you kind of wager which one you're going to beat at the beginning of each table selection. And if you don't beat the score, you lose five points. But if you, you know, say you wager on the beating the highest score, you'll automatically get 40 points. And then if you run up the score, which I actually don't recommend, uh, mm-hmm. I've learned this the hard way, but if you run up the score, you can get like 15 to 20 extra points. Okay. And basically that's how it tears you up for, you know, against the other players throughout the season. And you'll get what's called a diversity bonus if you keep switching up tables and, uh, you know, keep running scores on each table. And um, so, yeah, so I, I've been doing that. I've been doing pretty well. And the top two guys have been beating me by, like, 600 points because basically I'll get caught up to, you know, one of them. And they're both like, oh, yeah, well, better better separate the distance. So uh, I know when it comes down to it, if I do make it into, like, the final tier for the final season, I'll be probably marathoning that game for a night and most likely streaming it so cool yeah so we'll see where that goes <clears throat> so competing in that playing no man's sky next still um quite a bit and then i just started playing dwarf fortress adventure mode um dwarf fortress is it's been around for it feels like forever at this point um but yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. An ASCII game, you can get tile sets for it. It's There's two modes. There's Fortress mode where you actually build like a fully functioning Moria with like forges and you have to trade with traders that come around to your fortress and fend off goblin raids. Uh, millions of things can, can basically happen. And uh, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's, it's awesome, but it's got one of the steepest learning curves. Like you really have to watch tutorials and understand what you're doing and um, it's fun once you get to know it, you know, and, and get into it. And then they have this adventure mode, <coughs> whereas fortress mode, you know, you're, you're managing a fortress like 200 dwarves. Adventure mode, you know, you create your D&D style hero that is based on the world you generate because you generate a world for your game. And, you know, you can choose from the races that exist in that world. Some might have, you know, four arms or something like that. And you pick your character, and then you can basically do whatever you want. You can go, you know, do the usual kind of D&D stuff. Go rescue some abducted children from a goblin fortress. Uh, Go drive the necromancer out of the area. Um, Or, you know, go attack a camp of brigands. Or you can start a war between two nations. Like, That's cool. It's insane what you can do in that game. And they basically, I haven't played it for about two or three years. And the amount of updates they've done in the meantime has added a lot of the stuff like I just talked about to the adventure mode. They've given it a ton of more meat, and um, I'm really digging it so far. It's probably what I'll be playing tonight when I hop off here. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm really cool. enjoying that. 
So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I've been playing. The kids have been playing the Xbox uh, Gold games from last month. They've been, uh, or, and uh, Game Pass. They've been playing Disney Rush and Epic Mickey 2. Uh, nice. Paige loves it. She loves anything Disney, so she's having a ball with those. But, uh, actually, that reminds me. I saw a picture of your daughter playing something tonight. Yep, yep. She's uh, so she's, playing, cool. she's playing Earthbound. Just freaking awesome. That's awesome. That is so freaking awesome. Like I love that you and Kyle, you know, you have these systems still, and you have the ability to hook it up to your TV and let your kids play the games that you know we played when we were kids. Yep. And I love seeing that both your kids and his kids are really digging it. That's just, that's really wild. That was so cool seeing a picture of her playing Earthbound, man. That was like, that's the game we wish everybody would have played just because how great it is. So, yeah, I just, I had to give you props for that. I'm like, man, not even her dad, and I'm wicked proud of that right now. (laughs) 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 That's so cool. But, um, so yeah, I think that's, uh, that's everything we've been playing or watching. Yep, Yep, pretty much. We'll go on to some upcoming releases of interest. Not too, too big. I mean, there's some good announcements this week, so we'll have to... Yeah, I guess there there was more than I realized. Okay. <laughs> for uh, Games with Gold coming up for September, we got Prison Architect, the Xbox One edition. Um, looks interesting. I'd like to see how they would transfer that to a console. Um, I, I have it on PC. I never got real into it, but I would try it. I like the idea anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you know. The other is Live Lock for Xbox One. I'm not quite sure what that is. That comes later in the month. And then the... Actually, I think the highlight for me this month are the two uh, Xbox 360 games, which is Lego Star Wars 3, which, if I remember, was a ton of fun. And uh, the Sega Classic Collection Monster World. I've never played this, and I was hoping you had. It's been a long time. A very long time since I've played Monster World. Do you remember it being good? It, it sounded yes. kind of neat on paper. Yes, it is it is good. Okay. So those are coming uh, to Games with Gold this month. Nice. Um, I actually didn't check the Game Pass games. I feel guilty because they usually have some great updates for September. So, well, next time. Uh, not great updates yep. for September, but great updates for the month. Right, so we'll, right. S- we'll see what we're getting free. Uh, the big news, at least for me, were two items, and that was Dragon Quest Eleven is coming out to PC and PS4. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, this week or next? I think next week. And um, I want to play it, but I don't think my PC can run it. So maybe I'll snag it on a sale once I upgrade my laptop over Christmas. There you go. So we'll do that. Upgrade to a better laptop, I should say. Uh, but that comes out this week. It looks very good. It's killing it in the reviews, you know, the pre-release reviews. So we'll see how that goes uh, once it hits the user's hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, Street... I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be good because it's going to. It's Dragon Quest, so yeah, it's it's they're always great, and this one looks fantastic. So I'm sure it'll do awesome, and I can't wait to play it. Um, Streets of Rage Four. How yes. about this? How about I'm this? I'm so pumped. I'm so <laughs> pumped for that. I've been saying for how long that they need to make a new Streets of Rage. and Several times on this cast alone. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, dude. Um, I, I saw this and I immediately thought of you and Kyle. I was like, oh, I'm so yeah. Happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's nothing but good news in, in my opinion. And I'm just I'm waiting to see I'm waiting to see what characters that they put out for it because as of right now they've only announced um Blaze and mm-hmm. um Axel. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping that they bring Adam back. Um yeah. because I mean he didn't have anything but cameo appearances in the other ones. That's so right. So it'd be nice to have him actually come back as a playable character. Um, you know, and if they just keep expanding the the list, that oh, would be just fantastic. That'd be awesome. I'm just I love to see that we're still making these beat 'em ups you know in the present day like they're still fun and people still want to play them cuz yep. god I loved that series I played the hell out of that in my Sega <laughs> Take yeah, your final looks, fight and it shove looks gorgeous. it <laughs> Yeah, I was always a bigger fan of of Streets of Rage over Final Fight. Me too. I love I like Final Fight, don't get me wrong, but Streets of Rage I th- I just thought was more fun. Well that yeah, that and I had a Sega so like I'd go to my friend's house and play Final Fight. And I'd enjoy it, but I'm just like, ah, get me home the Streets of Rage so I can smash somebody with a phone booth. Yeah, and the freaking, uh, the soundtrack, oh man, the soundtrack was so good for Streets of Rage, especially Fantastic. Two. Yeah, very good. So that, I mean, that is super exciting. I cannot wait to play that again. Yep, that's going to um, be good. Yep. The next item is all yours, brother. I'm yeah, excited about are, that, too. Um, I, and and I'm, it's it's a sore spot that... that Kyle's not here to talk about it because I know this is kind of his his game. Um, yeah. But Alex Kidd in Miracle World is getting a remake, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's it's going to be pretty much the same game, the same style of game, um, but all of the graphics are being remade uh, mm. with you know HD. Well, not technically, I guess <laughs> not HD, but because they're still um, it's still pixel art. Yeah, you know, it looks bright, smooth. Pretty, yeah, it still looks a bajillion times uh, nicer. That's so um, cool. But it's looking really good. I don't know how far along the game is. Um, sure. But it is looking it is looking really good, and I'm I'm excited for this to to happen. So. Oh, me too, man. I mean, they're still they're they're great games. Like these old games are getting remade, and that just makes me happy. Yeah. As a retro gamer, it's good to see that there's still a market for this. Mm-hmm. So. So that is our upcoming releases of interest, which brings us to news. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Still good. Still, still good. Still good. Still chuckles, so it's still worth it. Yeah. Um, so, as I mentioned previously, um, there's some news from the Good for Gaming community this week. Um, the gang participated in an Overwatch charity tournament. Uh, last weekend or the weekend before now? Um, the bi-weekly thing throws me off. I think it's, I think it's a week and a half ago, maybe. Uh, two weeks ago. No, it might be last week. Anyway, the, they recently participated in a charity tournament uh, for Overwatch. And they won. Um, they played against some great competition, from what I understood. And from what I watched. And... Um, kind of you know kind of underdogs i mean we're gamers and we're, we're pretty good but you know I, I think some of the people on there were, were also very good and mm-hmm. uh yeah they just they they won the charity tournament and uh i just wanted to give the the whole group a big congrats that's freaking awesome and uh you know well done that's a great thing for charity and 
for the the places that good for gaming supports so i'm super happy to to share that that was really cool yeah it was it was it's cool to see that that they that they took the crown home um because i know uh most of the folks that played for it um are you know somewhat competitive in the game mm-hmm. um they're not you know of course they're not like owl crazy right. levels of, of goodness but I mean, they yeah they put a lot of heart and soul into their play, and and it really showed. And and I'm just I'm happy that they were able to to bring that home. That's pretty cool. Yeah, me too. Good job, guys. That's really really cool news. Um, obviously, Streets of Rage Four made the news item <laughs> again. <Yeah. laughs> ah! <laughs> so, good. so excited about that. Um, and another item that I saw was really really cool. It was announced that. Wasteland 2 is coming to the Switch. And I had made yes. a note, you know, thinking that Kyle would be here. Like, holy crap, Kyle, get this. Um, have you played that on PC? No. Okay. Um, I should, but I haven't. It's fantastic. It has a similar isometric engine to, like, the Baldur's Gate series. So I know you're not all about that. But... Um, where I think Wasteland has is so brilliant, especially the second one. The first one was great. And for those that don't know, the first Wasteland is 100% what inspired Fallout. Right. So you have Fallout today because of Wasteland. Um, Wasteland 2 came out a, a couple years back now. Um, it started out as a Kickstarter, like immediately funded within, I think, a day. Like, they they skyrocketed. It was quick. It was really quick. Yeah, people have been waiting for this game. I mean, Wasteland 1 came out in 89. So, Mm. yeah, 1989. Just to give you an idea of how long it's been. And so Wasteland 2 comes out hugely successful on Kickstarter, hugely successful when it's sold, and it is a fantastic game. Uh, Full disclosure, I probably put... Uh, about 40 hours into it to this point and I still haven't beaten it because there's just side quests and character stuff you basically create a whole party um, like you would in a D&D game like Baldur's Gate or something like that but you know again it's Fallout nuclear you know post-war apocalypse and um, just wild I mean like what I, what I love about Wasteland 2 is you have to make it's another game where you have to make hard decisions, and okay. you know there's no right one. It's just what you what you feel is the right thing to do in that situation. And one, I'm not gonna. It's not a spoiler. It was pretty much in every review. It comes up pretty much right away. Like you've got your crew, you've left the intro camp, and you're heading out for your first mission in the wasteland, and you get a radio distress call, and the first one comes from this town that basically provides all the water to the rangers you're part of the desert rangers uh they send all the water to the, you know they they send water to them and other people throughout the wasteland the civilized people so they have like water treatment and they're able to, to recycle water and send it out and they're under attack by bandits so as you start okay. heading you start heading over to them all of a sudden your radio crackles again and it's a distress call from an agricultural facility that supplies all your food mm. and their you know experiments to produce more it, something has gone awry and they're under attack 
So you can't save them both. And you have to decide which one you want to go save. And there are consequences. So that's the kind of stuff you deal with in a game like Wasteland. And it's really fun. And like I said, it's coming to the Switch, which I think is awesome because it's a perfect game for the Switch. And um, if you you know want to play it before then, you can get it pretty cheap on PC nowadays. It's so good. And if you don't have the PC or you don't have a PC that can run it, you know, save up and get it on the Switch. It's a fantastic game that really, I you know, it got a good amount of attention, but I feel like more people need to play it because it was it is so good. And I'm I'm still playing it, you know. I'm not playing it as much as I used to, but if a game can keep my interest for longer than six months, it's got something going for it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, that's coming to the Switch, and that is awesome. It's so good for them. Um, you have any other news items? If not, I'll uh, I'll keep rolling. Uh, I don't think so. I don't. I think that's uh, that's pretty much it. Alrighty. Um, so we'll move on to our question of the bye week, which was provided by yours truly, Soda Bread. Yay, Mr. Travis. I loved this question, by the way, for for just thinking of that off the cuff. Um, this is such a great question. So let me pull up our save point group. We did get some feedback there. Mm-hmm. And we also got some feedback on Twitter. Yep. I got the Twitter one up, so. Uh, from Bibbs? Yeah. Okay, good. All right, so I'll let you take care of those. Uh, let me pull up the save point. Do-do-do-do-do. All right. So our question of the bye week was, um, out of, well, I'll let you, again, this was yours. You go ahead and read the question. Okay. Uh... Okay. Um, out of any game you don't own, what is your holy grail of game ownership? So, like, what's that one game that you just want beyond everything else that you that you don't own? Okay. Um, yeah. So, I guess we'll we'll start off with with Papa Bibbs here. What one hundred percent NHL hits two thousand two sold my oh copy my years ago. I miss it. Oh, I miss it. Bibs, I I told you on Twitter, I'm so with you on that, and that is sadly a game I had forgotten about, uh, just because it's been so long and I played so much in between now and then. But I played the hell out of the NHL's hits series. Um, that was like you know NFL Blitz, where it's hockey. It's more arcadey than simulation. You could smash people through the boards and you mm-hmm. know beat them up with your sticks. It's like Arch Rivals, you know, the arcade game for hockey. And right. um, that was a wicked fun game. And yeah, that's definitely one I would not mind playing again for sure. So if you're listening to this, Papa Bibbs, uh, if you do have a GameCube, Xbox, or PS2, and mind you, that's the OG Xbox. Uh, the game only runs like ten bucks. Oh wow! So or less, ten bucks or less, especially for two thousand two for OG Xbox. It's a five dollar game. Okay, don't tell Metal Jesus. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, no, check that out, man. That that was a great game. So I was I was happy to 
trying to re-trip down memory lane about that one. Okay. I think that's all we had on Twitter, right? Yep. Okay, I'll switch over to the save point. We got one from Todd Smith, Einhander. A super yes. cool, super challenging space shooter like Gradius, but made by Square. My neighbor owned it, and I never beat it. That is a very, very good game. I feel like very I played good. it. I feel like I played it. That was the Super Nintendo? Uh, PlayStation. PlayStation. I feel like I played this one, but I can't remember it. I'll have to look it up later, but... Gradius is one of my favorite games, like, ever, so... I, I totally can understand the appeal. Yeah, Einhander... Com- comparatively, Einhander is a $90 game. Holy crap! Yeah, well, complete at least. Disc only is about 50 though. Wow. 90 bucks. Yep. Well, Todd, I guess you're not the only one. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it that's is, a... uh, it's costly. That is interesting. Well, that'll leave it for them. For the save point. Ooh, excuse yep. me. <clears throat> we'll move over to the voicemail line. Hey, we which... forgot the answer to the question, dude. Oh shit. <laughs> so what what would what would yours be? Um as of right now, mine is as as far as games go, mine is probably Earthbound, the actual cart. Um, yep. But that is right now is is well beyond my um my financial abilities. Mhm. But uh as far as anything gaming related whatsoever would actually be uh, one of the PlayStation 2 automobile collection consoles from from PAL. Uh, automobile collection. They are um, red, silver, white, yellow, blue uh, PS2 consoles okay. that they currently fetch like 700 plus on eBay. Woo! But I would love to get my hands on one of those. Wow. Love, love, love. That's that that's crazy. Huh. Well, for me, assuming you're done. Yep, I'm done. For me I have two. Um one if you can guess, I'm a huge pinball fan. Mm-hmm. And I and I hadn't really thought about it uh until the bad fodder figures had brought it up from one of my calling crew questions and uh, Jeremy had mentioned the Indiana Jones pinball game Mm. oh my god that I easily sunk a hundred bucks into over (laughs) over my course of college because that was one of the one of the tables we had in the student union and that was such an amazing pinball table it Combined all three movies, so you had like little missions from each movie to hit certain combo ramps, you know, escape in the minecart, choose the right grail. It had stuff that interacted with the LED screen on the back. That's cool. And it had all the licensed music, all the voices, so you'd have sound clips from the movie and stuff. It was just, if you liked Indiana Jones, which I I loved, I'm a huge fan of it, um, Mm -hmm. this table was just... It was so great. So, yeah, it's um, it. I would love to 
have that, but any pinball table, you know, completely assembled, not broken or needing work, just goes for pretty ridiculous amounts of money anymore because they are getting more and more rare. Um, so that'll probably never happen. But if I ever hit it big on the writing career, that's the first thing I'm buying. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, next one. I don't know how much money this would cost, and I'd love to buy it. I mean, I'd, I'd have to build an old DOS box to run it, but just to have it, I would love to have the original, uh, either the original Heroes Hero Quest, no Heroes okay. Quest. Uh, or the upgraded VGA version of Quest for Glory 1. Nice. Um, that is my favorite series of all time on computer uh, from back in the day. Um, either that, or if I if I had to choose another one over it, and it's why I really want to interview the main writer of this that I reached out to on Twitter, and I have to reach out to her again, but uh, Conquest of the Longbow by Sierra which was one of their adventure games, you know, one of their mouse-driven ones. But it was all about the Robin Hood legend. And, okay. Uh, Christy Marks was the main writer for that. Um, she was also the main writer, I find out, you know, just through some research, of my favorite cartoon growing up, which was Conan the Adventurer. Um, she was the main writer, creator, so, like main sole creator, and story editor of Amber's favorite back in her, you know, her younger years, which was Gem and the Holograms. Okay. And, and then she went and, you know, did computer stuff, too. Uh, so she's super prolific, but, like, in those, the Conquest games, she did two. She did Longbow and she did uh, Camelot. So, obviously, Camelot was all King Arthur stuff, and you played as King Arthur. Longbow, you play as Robin Hood. And a ton of research went into that game, like, to make it as close as historically possible to what the legend could have been. It was one of the first games to have multiple endings. There was six different endings based on how you, you know, choices you made during the game. And uh, I would just love to have the original. The box was absolutely beautiful. Um, something on the box has me on the top of my list of questions to ask her. Uh, when Sierra sold it, they had a promotion on the front of the box that said, win a trip to Sherwood. <laughs> <laughs> And I always wanted to know who the hell won that trip, if anybody. <laughs> like, did did somebody ever go to Sherwood on you know the Robin Hood contest? But yeah, I would I would love to have that. I would love to just have it. I may never open it, but I would just love to have it sitting on my shelf, uh, where it used to be in my childhood. And uh, I remember just picking that box up and just looking at the beautiful art on it, and uh, just kind of getting lost for a while. It'd be cool to kind of rewind the clock and do that again. Yeah, that would be cool. So, those are mine. Um, we have one more uh, on the voicemail line. And uh, before we play this, I just wanted to say a big thank you to um, Hoodie Ninja, a.k.a. Jeremy, from Bad Fodder Figures, uh, sitting with my dumbass for like 45 minutes and walking me through getting uh, my banana set up so that our voicemail line would work properly. Fortunately, it's not 100% yet, but um, that's okay. That's just more my fault, I think. But uh, we will switch it over uh, very quickly here, and we will play our voicemail from one of our one of our regulars. Uh, so let me set this up. 
Okay, and then let's hear from our buddy. Here we go. <clears throat> Just let me know if you can hear in about a second. Okay. What is up, gentlemen of the retros of the retro of the retro of we played it we still played it as a retro. Double F, check it in. Pretty good opening, huh? I sat and thought about that all day at the blazing sun. Sweat pouring off me. Doing everything I could to keep it alive. Keep hydrated. It's a tough day, gentlemen. Tough day. Very hot here. Very hot. Luckily, we have AC at the pole, but then again, Al, you let me down because I see you on Twitter. I agreed with that grumpy old Captain Mike about how hot it was the other day. What are you getting into him, huh? You trying to join his slogan for a winner or nothing? Come on, man. I know you're stronger than that. Stay strong. Stay strong. All right, man. I'm calling him to answer the question. I'm calling him right before the gates close. It's close. It's close. I think it's like 820 at night. Sorry about that. I should be calling sooner, but tough day. Tough day. We love you, Fred. Gonna go with that, uh, yeah. Zelda game on the N64 that was like that gold cartridge one. You know, there was a normal one and then there was a gold cartridge one. I mean, there's nothing great about it. It doesn't ever think the same cartridge does, except the gold one was gold and it wasn't real gold. It was just painted gold, <laughs> plastic gold. But, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going with that. You know, Zelda and Link need a little bit of bling bling in their life and they gave them a little bit of bling bling with the gold, but I think I'd like to own that. It's kind of neat having a gold copy of the game. You know, people who aren't in on the end, you could say it was gold. They think it was gold. They think I'm rich. That's my answer, gentlemen. That's my answer. Uh, that's about all I have because uh, it's been a rough, hot, sweaty day, and uh, my mind's deteriorating. No, I'm not on your side, Captain <laughs> Mike. If you're listening, I still like summer. All right, man, be good. Arrivederci. Arrivederci, Fred. And we feel you, brother. It has been ridiculously hot here. Um, yeah, just one second here, so you're not going crazy. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for your call, Fred. <clears throat> um, so I understood you. You're saying a, the build a game on the N64. I think you said Zelda game. Oh, Zelda game. My bad, yeah. Fred. Forgive me. I was too <laughs> busy reading the Google translation, which. By God, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, as for, according to G- Google, he was saying, uh, "Gentlemen, tough Terry, very hot here." <laughs> well, that's me, Terry. Yeah, you know me. I swear, we have to do a, a a podcast just reading the Google translations of all our awesome voicemails to show you how bad their translation engine is. <laughs> it is so much fun. Oh my God! But yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> I totally get the appeal of that. Um, you know, obviously, when, when I got my Nintendo and I got Zelda, I got the gold cartridge. I think everybody did. I don't think they ever made an, a non-gold Zelda cartridge. Which, yeah, they uh, did. Oh, they did? I was gonna say, which yeah, they, they made all of them in gray as well, hmm. if I'm not mistaken. I just love how if you go to, like, the yard sale sites for our local area, somebody will inevitably, inevitably be trying to sell that. And they think they're sitting on like 120 bucks. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like, brother, everybody and their sister had that game at some point. Like, they sold millions of them. It was not rare. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's it, but it, it, to Fred's point, it is just cool to have. You know, you have a, a a gold cartridge when every other cartridge on your shelf is gray. It immediately stands out. You could fool your friends and say you're. 
you had it custom capped just for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel you, Fred. I feel you on that one. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you for calling in, brother. We always appreciate it. Um, so that is our question of the bye week. Um, obviously, uh, based on what I've been playing and what Travis has not been playing, we have not, at least I have not had a chance to play the um, game of the month, the save point game of the month, which is Wonder Boy 3. Um, I will definitely be giving that a try this week. It's just been too crazy with work and everything else. I just haven't been able to get to it. Yeah, a little bit. But um, if you have it up, why don't you plug the, the voicemail line? Uh, sure. Can we get more people to call? You can call the Retro Reds voicemail at 610-810-1654. Exactly. Do that. <laughs> do that. And, uh, yeah, and again, you don't if you don't want to answer our question of the bye week, you don't have to. You can just call up and uh, gush about your favorite retro game that you'd really like us to talk about or disagree with us on points, whatever you want to do. Uh, we we just look forward to chatting with the people that listen to our show and and hearing your thoughts. So please feel free, you know, don't be afraid. Give us a call. Yep. And on that note, we will move on to shout outs and kind of rounding out episode twenty two. And uh, we'll start with you, Travis. If you have any shout outs that you'd like to throw out there, um, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Kyle. Yes, we miss you. We hopefully, uh, hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll all be back together again. Um, yeah. I want to give shout outs, of course, to the fans because they're awesome. Um, we would we'd be nothing without y'all. And I want to give a shout out to my lovely wife for not yelling at me when I tell her half an hour before we're supposed to record. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Travis. It's all right. I think I gave Amber a couple hours, but even still, I'd kind of forgotten until i saw your message not too long ago and i was like oh shit yeah we gotta record tonight <laughs> yeah. yeah we all got thrown off because uh somebody's vacation plans of course it's always vacation plans and we did it's this my it's either mine yours or kyle's somebody's yeah, always on vacation exactly and we did this just for him and then he had yep. to work <laughs> yeah by work he means take his camper down to delaware for another vacation <laughs> oh man what is life if we can't give you the give each other shit <laughs> not worth living agreed brother um is that it on your shout outs that's it on mine all right um i'd like to shout out our pals over at the everyday gamers uh they they also gave us some love last last week on their shout outs we love you guys um it was a great another great show I listened to their their most recent. Uh, Blake kind of took the the host seat there, uh, which was pretty cool. And I think you did nice. a good job, buddy. So I've got was... to I got to catch up. I'm I'm way behind on all my casts. Yeah, it was good. And uh, bad fodder figures as always. Um, man, they're just killing it. They're just killing it. Um, it's been Matt and Mike for a couple episodes, uh, just because Jeremy is busy and you know Glovebox is busy and you know Eric, but um, they they did get all back together for this last episode and it was fantastic. So at least if you haven't heard their latest from this past week, uh, go check it out. It was funny. Uh, it was great as it always is, and um, 
I'm really getting into their terrible topics. I don't know where Matt finds this shit, but it is so funny. <laughs> oh my god, is it funny? Uh, but yeah, check them out. Um, obviously, a big shout out to our fans. As Travis said, we love you guys, and um, it, we just keep growing, which blows my mind. So I'm just gonna, you know, we'll just keep having fun doing what we do, what we do anyway. If nobody was listening, so. Uh, just the fact that people are, we really, really appreciate it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Thank you. So, yeah, thank you. Um, again, shout out to my beautiful wife who is two weeks, two and a half weeks out from a baby, and just I just want to give her a nice vacation or something because, goddamn, I would never want to be pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, what the hell else was I going to say? I had another... Oh, a shout-out to Kyle, uh, even though he had to quote-unquote work. Obviously, yes, we do miss you. And, um, yeah, finally, again, just, uh, just a big shout-out again to everybody that keeps on listening. We, we love you guys. And we'll just keep doing what we're doing. Um, and you know what? i got to do this. i got to give a shout-out to Fred French. Yeah, gotta, absolutely. Gotta sh- we got to shout-out Mr. Fred French. Uh, he's always calling in the call-in line, and you, <laughs> you are always entertaining, my friend. So we hope you never stop calling. We love hearing from you. And um, I think that will about wrap it up for us for this week. So we'll just give you out the info. Again, we know you hear us talk about the save point quite a bit, and that is our, our quote-unquote book club for games, where we uh, talk games, play games for the month, and... And uh, throw out our questions of the bye week on there. People can interact with us. Uh, so check us out there at tiny.cc slash savepoint. Um, you can email us at retrorents at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter at TheRetroRents as well. Oh, and before I forget, yeah. one more podcast. That's the other one I wanted to shout out that I am so into now. Uh, thanks to his guest spot on Bad Fodder Figures uh, is Game Hounds. Um, goalie guest spotted on there about four or five episodes back and that turned me on to his podcast and Game Hounds is fantastic it's him uh, Edie and Nick and they are fantastic they actually broadcast live which is kind of cool and uh, if you get in their discord you can actually interact with them as they're recording and listen as they record so check out Game Hounds yeah they're wicked cool and it's a great podcast uh, goalie's more of a retro gamer. I would love to actually get him on here one time because I think he'd just fit right in to hang out in, the, in a guest seat and talk retro with us. But yeah, they're fantastic. So, okay, that will do it for us and episode 22. And uh, I really, after two days of candidate interviews, am too damn tired to even remotely think of a line of wisdom other than. <laughs> Other than, if you're going to get a ki- your kid to play a game, let it be Earthbound. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right, thanks, everybody. Travis, thanks for sitting in the seat tonight. This was a great time, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. And we'll Peace, catch- everybody. Peace out.